if my authentic self isn't your cup of tea, okay, that's fine. There's 50 million thousand other teas out there to be had. <laughs> like, it's okay. And so that's what I am working on reinforcing. That is what really just accepting and just accepting myself as I am. Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, where we discuss a range of topics centered around art, creativity, mental health and wellness, and my favorite thing to talk about, listening to our intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Amikale Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each episode, I get radically honest on how I navigate being an intuitive creator, the struggles, the wins, the lessons, and of course, the intuitive hits. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, 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 beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode of On the Cusp of Something Beautiful. As you may or may not know, I am your host, Amikale Imani, and I hope you all are doing well. I hope this episode finds you in good spirits. Um, today is Monday, December 13th, so a little bit behind schedule as far as getting these episodes out, but I so say, you know what, it's fine. This week, we'll just do a double episode, so there will be two episodes that come out on Thursday. And it's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be okay. But um, I, I, I wanted to record an episode. I, I meant to do this yesterday. And I was just like feeling like I could feel myself forcing myself to do it, to do the episode yesterday. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm really working. I'm really doing better at not forcing myself to create and to do things. And right when I said that, I looked at the clock and it was one eleven, So that was confirmation, my little counter here. Um, and yeah, I'm really working. I'm really doing better <laughs> with that energy and just putting that kind of energy into the things that I create because it should come from a place of inspiration and joy and insight. And so today I was feeling much more of that energy than I was any other day this past week or over the weekend. So um, I just have to accept that. And um, yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to kick it off. Let's start with the Oracle card reading. And then I'm going to actually read a little something, something that I, um, I don't know, like just before I went to go. So I do the Oracle card reading before I record the episode. And right before I went to go pull Oracle cards, something in my spirit was like, open your Sagittarius book. So I had, I have my Sagittarius workbook. Um, for the new moon and the zodiac sign on my my little kitchen counter. I have like a little altar where I, you know, pull cards and do do my little odds and ends or whatever. And it was I was putting up stuff and I was like, open, you know, I don't know, open it. I just opened it. I was following my gut. 
And uh, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to read some some tidbits about Sagittarius season on this episode. And um, I really got a lot of when I was sitting down to do my new moon intentions last week. I got so much insight around just the energy of Sagittarius because I don't know a lot about it. Like Sagittarius, ah, it's just not a zodiac sign that I've followed much, you know? But, you know, now that I'm like really committing to sitting down, doing my new moon intentions at the new moon of every, you know, of each season, it's like, I am learning more about all the signs, which I want to because, you know, we have all of the zodiac signs within us, um, even though some may be more prominent than others, but they're all in our natal chart, in our energy field, all of that. So I've just been kind of really committing to learning more about that and about each energy, not just like, you know, my big three or just the signs that I have all my planets in and whatever else, just becoming more rounded, well-rounded and more knowledgeable. So all that to say, I'm going to read a little bit from that because I think it's just really helpful, especially like, you know, I think Sagittarius, yeah, I think Sagittarius season is such an interesting season because it's like this fire sign and, and it's about adventure and expansion, but it's in the middle of, well, not really the middle of winter, but it kind of is like in this weird time of the year. <laughs> so anyways, we'll get to that in a second, but I wanted to go ahead and read what I pulled for the oracle cards uh, for this episode. So I pulled two cards because the first card I pulled, I was like, hmm, I need a little bit more information. So I pulled a second card. So the two cards that I pulled were self-reflection and blossoming. And the blossoming card is associated with the flower moon which i thought was very interesting and so the insight that i received from these two cards together were look inside to see your truth look inside to see the proof of a uniqueness that is evolving and becoming look inside to see your truth look inside to see the proof of a uniqueness that is evolving and becoming Mm. So I hope that resonates with you wherever you are. Maybe if it doesn't resonate right now, it may resonate a little bit later. Maybe tomorrow you'll be like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, just for me personally, and I think as well, I've been doing a lot of inner work the past week and a half, two weeks um, of just healing, looking at some stuff some shit that came up, which I'm going to talk about in this episode. Um, and honoring that, honoring the things that come up, honoring the emotion, honoring the pain, the sadness, the fear, the guilt, the shame. I don't know if I said that already, but just really like just honoring our human experience and not allowing it to define us, but really just coming back into that truth of, or that not the truth. I mean, yeah, the truth, but just coming back to that awareness that we are constantly in flux and flowing and evolving. And some days we're sad and some days we're like overflowing with joy. And it's just a part of the human experience. And there's nothing wrong with you. 
you're not crazy, like none of that. And sometimes we just really have to just kind of step away from the chaos of life and the chaos of everything that's going on around us that we sometimes often look to for like validation and look to for proof. And just remembering like we are our own truth. We are our proof. And to just trust in our uniqueness, our authenticity, trust in the things that make us different because they're always evolving and changing and we're always becoming, you know, and that, that last part came through that becoming, it made me think of Michelle Obama's book becoming, which I actually have not read yet. I own it. I just haven't sat down and read it yet, but you know, that's so true. Like we're constantly becoming, we're meant to grow and evolve and shape shift and change. And there is, there is a fine line, right? Between, being so fluid that you don't have a sense of self and then also being like having that having power in your fluidity of owning the fact that I can be whatever I want to be and no and I don't need anyone to validate it because I know who I am I am ever evolving and growing and changing and that's beautiful so that's that on that um, and then I wanted to read this little excerpt from Sagittarius season. Cause I don't know, it just stood out to me and I was like, I just feel like I need to read it. So someone needs to hear it and I'm gonna read it. So <clears throat> it says Sagittarius season, a time to restore our faith in life, expand our horizons and redefine the meaning of the word adventure. Where Scorpio's season asked us to dig deep, Sagittarius asks, Sagittarius asks us to widen, widen our perspective, our viewpoints, and our consciousness. This season is full of gifts and opportunities, each one aimed at stretching our self-imposed limitations in every way possible. Since she is often depicted as the archer, but in reality, she is the philosopher, the student, and the gypsy all in one. Huh. I'm going to read a little bit further down. It says, the gypsy has no judgment. She views the world for what it is, a beautiful array of frequencies. This aspect of Sagittarius reminds us that there are no right or wrong ways to live. There are just differences in perspectives and vantage points. I love that. And I, I'm going to also, <laughs> I'm going to also read what it says for the student and for the philosopher, just to kind of round it all out. It says the student is concerned with challenging and stretching mental limitations. This aspect of Sagittarius asks us to reevaluate how we define mental constructs in our lives, including adventure itself. And then for the philosopher, it says the Sagittarian philosopher helps us put it all together, align with this aspect of Sagittarius to connect the dots and make sense of it all. The philosopher teaches us to find meaning in every experience through feeling. Our emotions lead to our intuition, and that leads to everything. Mm. Throughout this season, feel your intuition guiding you to the bigger picture of your life. Wow. I love that. 
take some time to reflect on the past year or years and see how the pieces line up. Mm. So I'm going to stop there. I feel, I feel complete with that. But yeah, Sagittarius season. She's an interesting gal. She's an interesting gal and I'm enjoying kind of learning more and more about her. So, um, yeah, when I sat down to do my new moon intentions last week, I was really diving in deep. I was like, yeah, let me, I was like, let me, let me tap into the Sagittarius energy. Like, I don't really know a lot about Sagittarius season. I'm not particularly thrilled when it comes around. It just, yeah. <laughs> um, but reading it and, you know, reading the, the passages and I just kind of bounced around to different excerpts that called out to me. Um, and I'm so, uh, this is what I read from was spirit daughters, um, workbook. She has these moon journals and, and like sun season. So like this one that I just read out of was the sun season journal for the sun season and new moon for Sagittarius. Um, so I was on her subscription list for like all of 2019 into the very beginning of 2020. And then I was like, I have all the zodiac signs. I have all the full moon journals. Like, I think I'm good. Um, so I stopped the subscription. I've, I've, I have purchased a book here and there when I'm like, like during the, this past Leo season when we had those two Aquarius full moons, I was like, oh, I want to get a journal. So I kind of tap back in and out. But yeah, they've been really amazing reference points. Um, and I know I've talked about it talked about these journals here on the show before and I'll be sure to link them in the show notes in case anyone's curious and wants to purchase them they're really affordable like eight bucks <laughs> um and so like it's eight bucks per journal I believe if I'm not mistaken and then you can get like the combo where you'll get like if you're on the subscription you'll get the new moon and sun season journal and then you'll also get the corresponding full moon journal for that season so it was really great. I loved it. And like, yeah, they're great reference points. Now I tap back into them now that I'm, you know, committing to sitting down and taking time to do my, my, my new moon intentions and, you know, all that great stuff. So, um, so yeah, it was just really providing me with a lot of insight around how I want to navigate this now current lunar cycle and and so the past two new moons I've just been pulling cards and seeing what intentions come through from that like just really giving my soul like you 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 y'all show me what I need to do because <laughs> I'm tired of thinking what I need to do and then you know shit going left so y'all you show me what I need to work on what are the intentions that we are wanting to set for these next moon cycles and I've been really really enjoying just having it done that way um so I pulled three cards and the cards that I pulled were gratitude power and beauty gratitude power and beauty and um should I read I'm like, should I find my, should I find my intentions that I set? I didn't, I didn't pull, pull that because I wasn't planning on talking about my intentions. But if I can find it before I start talking, really the gist of what I received from, from those cards were really like truly expanding. Oh, did I just find it? 
I think I did. <laughs> I sure did. All right, so here we go. Spirit obviously wants me to talk about this. So these are the intentions that I set, influenced by the cards that I pulled at that time. So staying in gratitude and giving gratitude to myself and others. Um, the second card was about power. So staying conscious of the power I possess innately. And when I am giving that power away to others in situations that seem dark, grim, or unbearable, and just remembering that I always have control of my perceptions, beliefs, and thoughts, it's time to expand into my power. And I think that like so perfectly coincides with what I just read literally about just honoring the fact that there is no right or wrong way to experience and or live life. There's just different perspectives and vantage points and you can evolve or I think devolve is a word <laughs> or regress. Well, we'll just say regress. You can evolve or you can regress. And sometimes, you know, that's kind of the ebb and flow of life. Sometimes you do have to kind of step back a little bit, maybe re repeat a couple of lessons maybe go through another cycle or two of something that you thought you were over but clearly aren't you know and that's okay too like we have to just stop like the polarity sometimes that's just like so riddled throughout society it's like you're either or you can't be both you can't have it all it's like yes you can you may not have it all at the same damn time but you can definitely have it all you can definitely be both. You can have more than one career field. You can have more than one interest. You can be more than just one thing, you know? And I think that's truly what Sagittarius season really asks of us is like expanding out of these limitations and these self-limiting beliefs, which my God, have I been, ugh, we gonna get into that, but I have so been <laughs> being tested around that and just coming out of my own like self-fulfilling prophecies and lack and scarcity and just all these things that I was just programmed and conditioned as a reality, you know, and now that I'm coming into literally expanding into my power and just being like, no, like I can change this. I, I mean, I have control over everything in my life, but what I do have control over is how I perceive things, what I believe to be true, my thought patterns, like that's what I can control. So I'll let me shift those things which I can control <laughs> and then so the third one was beauty and what came through for that one was finding beauty in the journey of expanding deeper farther and wider into my authenticity power passion and purpose in my path and within my role at my new current job <laughs> um, and I will commit to finding beauty in all things and trusting that I am worthy of experiencing beautiful things people places and experiences and I sealed it with beauty is my birthright and I know we hear abundance is your birthright prosperity is your birthright but how about beauty beauty is our birthright too like we deserve to experience life through a beautiful lens and finding the beauty in all situations, the pain, the sadness, the grief, the joy, the happiness, the love, the ecstasy, like find beauty in it all. And I really believe that that's just going to help us navigate through life with a whole lot more grace and balance and ease, you know? 
So yeah, I did not expect to talk about that, but I did. <laughs> so ooh, let's talk about this weekend though. Oh my gosh. I don't know how y'all are feeling this past weekend, this past week, but your girl was shook over here. <laughs> Deal with some shit. So shook, shooketh. So, hmm, where to begin, where to start? So I, I wrote down a few notes. Typically I write much more, like I, I basically kind of like channel out these episodes and I write it all out, what I want to talk about. But I was like, I don't know. I was just like, I just want to just do the episode and I just want to channel just what wants to speak through me and I'm just going to talk about that. So that's what I'm going to do. And so so I'll, I'll start with this past weekend, this past week, and then I'll backtrack a little bit more of what led me to <laughs> this past week and this past weekend. So, um, yeah, I was just navigating through a lot of sadness. And it started, it started, um, so not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Oh, so the new moon. That's when it started. It started... It peaked. Ugh, I don't. I don't know how to describe it. It slowly and gradually progressed, and I feel like I felt the most intensity of the energy during the new moon. Yeah, I'll say it like that. Even though I felt it like this past weekend, like I was like, whoa, like, like, like I'd say like Wednesday. It yeah, it just segued from last weekend through with this past week, through this past weekend. That's that's the best way, like a wave. It was just like up and down, up and down, up and down. That's that's. I feel like that's the most accurate way of describing what I've been feeling. And so just, yeah, like I said, just, just feeling some deep, immense, like deep, deep, deep feelings of just sadness. Loneliness was coming through. And I haven't felt lonely in a really long time. And I think... It just kind of like came out of left field for me. Like it was like a like side. Like I felt like I felt sideswiped. I was like, what? Like why am I feeling this so intensely? Like I don't understand. Like I like I've been good. I've been fine. But I've also been dealing with a lot of shit. And I think for a really long time I just didn't have the space to feel those feelings. You know, I, I went from moving across the country, trying to keep you know, trying to figure out how to navigate entrepreneurship and pay my bills, being absolutely, utterly flat fucking broke. Um, Like, I feel like I've just been navigating so much that I just didn't have space to like feel lonely or to feel like sad about being lonely. Like, I was worried about other shit, you know? And I think now that I'm kind of coming into this place where it's like, okay, financially, like, I'm starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, I'm starting to feel grounded with that, starting to catch up on bills. Like, you know, it's like my, I have, like, this space in my energy field and in my mind that it's kind of starting to become clear now. So there's, like, other shit coming through, which is totally fine. I mean, I feel like that's the whole that is the healing journey, right? It's like you may feel blocked or you may be focused on one aspect, one area. And then once that kind of clears through, then some other stuff kind of comes through that you have to look at 
and and heal and and adjust and balance through because essentially what will happen is you'll just transfer one energetic pattern to another situation. Well, it's the same energetic pattern. So you'll transfer the energetic pattern from one situation into another situation. And I feel like that's what I have been navigating. So it's now we're not, you know, so like, I mean, I'm still, like I said, I'm still coming out of my financial rock bottom, but it's not like at the, like, that's not all I have to focus on now. Cause now I'm like getting settled in that area. I'm, I'm becoming grounded. I'm becoming stable, secure. That's the perfect word to use. I'm becoming more secure in that area. So now this other area that's been very un- insecure for a long time. Now she wants to hop, pop up. Me next, me next, heal me next, heal me next. <laughs> That's what's happening, you know? My shadow's like, put me in, coach. Like, ooh, 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 me, 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 me next, me next. So that's what I've been going through. And it really became super loud again during the new moons. I, hung, I was hanging out with my friend Jared, and um, he's a musician. And so we went to um, Albuquerque, who's, who, him and his band were like playing at this uh, like magazine launch party or whatever. And so I was like, hey, you want to hang out? And uh, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to have this gig, blah, 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 if you want to come, you know, da, da, da. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. So I went and uh, had a great time. And uh, so I come back home. So I came back home later that evening. And I was just like, I just felt, I think it was just, Coming, I don't know, it was just coming out of the evening that was just like so great, great conversation, like just fun and interacting with people again and just like out and about and we went to this bar in Albuquerque and we had a couple of drinks and we were just talking about different things and it's connecting and we we always had really great conversations, which I really so appreciate about about, you know, whenever we, we link up and we hang out or whatever. It's always a really like awesome dynamic. And I think I was just like missing that a little bit, a lot of bit. <laughs> That's why I was like so sad. So I got home and I was came back home and I was just like, hmm, okay. Oh, coming home to my empty apartment, just me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's when I really kind of noticed, because I, I I know I don't know if I mentioned this um in the episode that came out a little bit after Thanksgiving. Uh but I felt it then too, but it was very subtle. It was very subtle, and by the next day, I shook it off. I was like, oh, yeah, bye-bye, you know? And I went on about my day, went on about my life. And so then when we hung out again this past Saturday, it felt very loud. And I was just like, what is, like, what is this? I got, like, I don't understand, you know? Because, yeah, like, I just, I couldn't pinpoint, like, I couldn't understand why it felt so intense. You know what I mean? Like I, that part, I, I'm like, I'm not understanding why I'm feeling this so deeply. And so, so the going into the week, this past week, now I'm like kind of spiraling. I'm like, okay, I don't understand why I feel this way. Like, do I like him? Like what's going on? Like I never felt like I liked him, but like now I feel like I like him. Like I was just like <laughs> being shown my pattern. That's what was really happening. Being shown my pattern and, you know, what I really came out of that whole spiral, if you will, understanding and with the awareness of is I have a tendency to, 
how do I put this? Over attach meaning to things that don't re like it's like kind of getting ahead of myself. I think that's the best way to put it. Getting ahead of myself and then to try to like understand or figure out or you know get clarity. It's like I kind of like I I'll say I force meaning because the word force wants to come through. Um, but I just want to make sure I use it in the right way, like kind of forcing a meaning and forcing like it to mean something more to, to, to then make sense of, oh, okay, that's why I feel this way because it must mean this. And I think what I was really meant to experience and receive out of feeling these feelings was uh, just to experience it and not attach anything to it, not attach any meaning. It doesn't mean that we're supposed to be together. It doesn't mean that I'm supposed to date this person. Like, because I never felt that at at all until this this go. So I was like, I don't understand where this is coming from. Like, I've never felt this way about this person before. Like. I think we have a really great connection. I think we're going to have a, a great friendship as we continue to get to know each other. But I've just, th that's never been in my f field, like, at all. And so that's why I, I was just trying to make sense of it all. And I think I was just supposed to feel and let go and release and not attach, to, to, to detach and just be aware and observant. And, and so that's what, and so, of course, I'm like, in my head now, I'm like, okay, I have to get to the root of this. Now I'm like, okay, let's back away from the emotionality of it all and just tap into the reality of it all, you know? And and so that's when I really started tapping in deeper into, um, so now I'm going through Lacey's workshop, Lacey Phillips. Um, her company's called To Be Magnetic. I know I've mentioned them so, so many times in this podcast because... I'm a part of her community and her work is really transformational and it's really helpful when you're going through things like this and you just need like structured guidance, clarity, you know? And so I was like, let me tap back into the workshop and figure this out. I was like, I need to really get into this workshop so that way I'm not just like coming up to, with conclusions on my own. You know, I have some support to 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 get that inner to get that inner guidance and to get that clarity so let me tap into it let me figure out what the hell is going on and so I did that and so when I really when I was going through the workshop and I'm you know you there's all these different prompts and you're going through these different meditations and so when I really sat down to look at like what I want and the kind of person that I am looking to call in I was like it's not <laughs> And again, Jared's a great guy, but I don't like. I don't think that's like it's not him. <laughs> it's not him, and so that I was like, okay, this is something that I'm going through. That's that's what I really. That's when I was really able to realize, okay, this is something that I'm navigating. This is something that like I'm meant to learn something from this. Is that doesn't mean to like, this is what this means. No, this means this is okay. Let's just take a step back and observe and get some clarity and some guidance from this experience. I'm meant to learn something from this experience. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm going through something. <laughs> this doesn't this doesn't mean I'm supposed to be in a relationship with this person. And two, you know, like I I haven't had a lot of really close guy friends. And so that was another thing too. I was like, I I really value our friendship. And I would like it to 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 be able to blossom and to grow to its fullest maximum potential, you know, without adding on other 
things that could make it very muddled very fast. You know, that's when I really started to like come back down to the ground, come back down to reality and realize I, like I don't I don't want that to shift, you know? And so um but, but, but yeah, but what I was able to see is just a lot of my patterning in in just the It's like, and, and I've heard this a, a, a lot, and Lacey talks about this, but how love and money are connected. So it's like, as soon as you heal or start experiencing any disruptions or any lessons around one aspect, it'll usually show up in the other aspect. So if you're working through money, then you'll start having experiences and lessons through love. If you're working through love, then you'll start having experiences and lessons through money, right? So, so I've been working through money, obviously. <laughs> These past couple months, I've been working through money, still working through money. So I finally finished the workshop this past um, weekend. Because I had to take a break. I was like, well, I manifested my job. I manifested a great job, uh, a soul-aligned job. And that's kind of my key word now. I was like, I think that's like that's that's the recipe for me. That's the, the secret sauce. I have to make sure it's soul aligned. So when I wrote out, when I started working through Unblocked Love, I was like, I'm calling in my soul aligned partner. Okay. I feel like when I say that, the universe will do the rest. They know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, they know what I mean. So I called in my soul aligned job and, and, um, and again, like I said earlier, finally feeling like, okay, getting my footing. Then, and then this like whole relationship aspect wanted to come in. And so the reason why I tapped into this workshop, I was like, okay, I f I'm feeling this call. I'm feeling this pull. I've never, ever, ever, I've been a part of Lacey's community for almost a whole year now. Never, ever once have I ever felt the calling or the urge to do anything around the love workshop. Not at all. Because I've been closed off from it. Like that just hasn't been my focus. And I got burned like fuck <laughs> last year when I tried to tap into love. But I mean, not the workshop, but just in life period, trying to call in a partner. And I resorted back to old patterns and habits. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm feeling this call to call in a partner. I'm, this is what I'm wanting now. So let me do the work around that. So I'm not reverting back to old habits and back to old patterns and back to just old ways of being, because that's all I know how to approach this dynamic because I haven't had, oops, sorry, hit the microphone. Haven't had, um, proper modeling growing up in my life around healthy relationships, healthy partnership dynamics, uh, all of the whole shebang, right? And so that was really my goal. I was like, okay, well, let me, let me just do my due diligence. <laughs> That's really what it is. Let me just do my due diligence so that when the person shows up, like I act accordingly, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, going backwards. I'm actually moving forward and I'm much more grounded, much more in my power. Like my intention for this cycle, this new moon cycle is much more in my power, expanding into my power and shifting out of lack and scarcity mindset around relationships and romantic partnerships and all of that, because that's energy that I've carried around money. So again, the love, the money and love relationship are connected. 
And so typically, however you act with your money, that's gonna that's how you act in your relationships. However you act in your relationships, typically how you act with when it comes to money in, in your relationship with money. So taking a breath. Um, so yeah, so I was finally able to just come into that sense of awareness that this is the pattern that I'm needing to heal, that quick to attach meaning to things, that quick to feel like, oh my God, like if I don't make a move or if this doesn't happen, like it'll never happen. Or like, who knows when the next person's going to come along? Like, just like, it's just, it's lack and scarcity, lack and scarcity, lack and scarcity. So I really wanted to shift out of that because that's not how I want to approach any sort of, not even just like, like romantic partnership. Absolutely. But just relationships, period, friends, like all of it, you know, like we have so many different levels and types of relationships in our life outside of just calling in partnership and, and romantic, uh, partners, but just relationships as a whole. And even though I will say like, I'm like, I don't, I don't approach my friendships. And when I'm becoming friends with people with lack or scarcity mindset at all, probably because I'm really expanded with that. And I've just accepted within myself, like I'm not a person who has like hella friends. Like that's just never been my vibe, never been my energy. Um, I much prefer a very small, close group of people who I feel deeply connected with, who I can really be honest with. Um, and, and, and I've done a lot of work around that too, just showing up authentically period, but now it's time to really show up authentically when it comes to dating and relationships, right? Because that's, that's where, <laughs> that's where it's so easy to just like shrink down in a way. Cause you want the person to like you. Right. And, um, so it's really just coming out of that energy. Like if, if, if my authentic self isn't your cup of tea, okay, that's fine. There's 50 million thousand other teas out there to be had. <laughs> like, it's okay. And so that's what I am working on reinforcing. That is what really just accepting and just accepting myself as I am. So yesterday I did, um, I, I did some shadow work because when I, and this is, this is how I like, this is to show you just how connected this whole love and money dynamic is. So as I was wrapping up the Unblocked Money workshop, there were some questions that were asked, literally specifically around like um, money or like finances. I can't remember exactly what the question was, but I went into like this whole other thing around um literally like my relationship dynamics and just my me as a as a kid growing up because I felt so out of place and I felt so weird and so different I did everything in my power to fit in like literally fit in and to not stand out because I felt like not not only did I feel like I just did I just naturally stood out it doesn't matter how much I tried to fit in, what kind of clothes I tried to wear and like just assimilate, like all hell, like I, I just energetically, I stand out, you know? And it's taken me a long time to just realize like, that's just, I'm meant to stand out. Like 
I'm not doing myself any favors. I'm actually doing myself a huge disservice when I try to shrink myself down and shrink my light down and blend in. Like, blend, like that's, I don't blend in. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> and um, so I got down to the root of like feeling unattractive. Like I've always felt unattractive. Not even just physically, like not feeling pretty, but just not feeling like I attract the people that I want to attract into my life. A, because it wasn't coming from an authentic place. And then B, like, you're in middle school, you're in high school. It's like, you want to be with the cool kids. You want to be with the popular kids. You want to be with this, that, and the third, you know? And it's, and you're not, and a lot of us aren't really taught how to accept and appreciate ourselves because our caregivers don't, didn't know how to love and accept and appreciate themselves. So we're just like essentially products of our environment, right? Or just products of what was being modeled to us. And so once I realized that, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I do remember feeling like that a lot of time. Like, I'm just not attractive enough. Like, people just don't, like, they just don't get me. They just don't like me. So I have to, like, be this other version so that so that way they get me, that way they understand me, that way they like me. I have to be who I think they want me to be in order to attract the people that I want, which that don't work. <laughs> that don't work at all. <laughs> um, so... Yesterday, I was like, okay, now that I know this, I was like, I have to take this into shadow. I have to take this into the shadow DI, which is Lacey's, um, like, hypnosis uh, meditations. And so I did that yesterday, and I talked to my shadow. And I was like, so you're, you're prompted, you know, ask your shadow what it needs. And the first thing that came through was trust. And I was like, okay, trust. And so you go a little bit deeper, you ask a little some more questions. And, and the second thing that came through was she was basically saying, um, she was like, you don't really believe that you're, that you're unattractive. And I don't. And I've, I've just naturally just doing this work and just healing so many other parts of myself. Like a lot of my physical insecurities have diminished. Like I, I don't feel ugly anymore. I don't feel like I used to loathe myself and the way I looked like I hated myself I did I thought I was the ugliest thing on the face of the earth um I don't feel that way anymore and so she was like it's like it's not that you feel unattractive like that's not what it is like uh, like today you don't it's not that you feel unattractive today she said you feel that your brand of authenticity is unattractive and that you won't be able to call in or manifest a partner who will appreciate your authenticity and who you are and how you show up. And that is why you feel unattractive because it's not like, it's not a, I'm not a conventional being <laughs> very far from. And the more I tap into myself and the more I really dig into my authenticity, the more I realize I am uh, so far from conventionality, it's crazy. And I, and there's like a part of me that feels like, okay, like the more unconventional I am, the more unattractive I am. Like people are just, they're just not like, they're not going to get it. You know, like they're just not like how. <laughs> and, and, but that's where I have to anchor in even deeper into who I am and, and what I feel to be true, which is, it's so funny how uh, whenever I pull these, these 
oracle cards at the beginning of the episode, they tie in so perfectly <laughs> with the message. I literally just looked down because I wrote it down on a post-it. It was like, look inside to see your truth. Look inside to see the proof, proof of a uniqueness that is evolving and becoming. And that's literally it. The more that I tap into myself and the more I find my truth, I have to accept it and I have to love it and I have to appreciate it because that is what makes me magnetic. That is what allows me to attract the people that I want into my life, friendships, uh, partnerships, relationships, pets. It don't matter. Like whatever, whatever, whatever it is that you're wanting to manifest into your life, like that is what allows you to manifest authentically is because you know who you are at an authentic level. You're not sugarcoating any parts of yourself because when you do that, you attract those the, those sugar coatings. You attract those, <sighs> fake isn't the word. You attract those lessons. That's what it is because you, all you're going to do is attract more lessons that are going to bring up your shadow, the parts of your stuff that you're trying to hide, that you're trying to smooth over. You don't want anyone to see your rough edges. You know, all you're going to do is attract people who bring out all the roughness in you, you know, because you're meant to heal that part of yourself. You're not meant to hide it. And even with this shadow work, you know, which is, uh, I've like found such a deep, deep, deep love for shadow work now because I'm understanding that the whole point of doing this work, doing this shadow work is to integrate into this part of yourself that you've been hiding. It's to see her or him or them, acknowledge them, their viewpoint, why they've been showing out the way they've been showing out and making you show out the way you've been showing out and seeing them and then loving them back into wholeness. That's what I always say. You have to love your shadow self back into wholeness because they really want to help and they're acting out because you've been ignoring them. And so... And that's exactly what she told me. She was like, the more you integrate this, like what I'm telling you to like distrust your authenticity, not be ashamed of it, um, own your power, expanding more and more and more into who you are. The more you do that, the more you integrate me and I can help you on the other side instead of helping you on this side, having to go back through these lessons and go back through these lessons. You know, I can then help you be in your power and be empowered by who you are and what you have to offer. And I was like, damn, girl. <laughs> I was like, I know, you right, you right, you right. So I just, I was just kind of stepped away feeling like, wow, like I just felt like a big old hug. I, I felt seen. I felt seen because I saw myself and I saw my truth. And I know that that's something that I am really want to have to continue to love and to love and to love. And by doing that, it's going to naturally attract that person that I'm wanting to call in. So, and I thought I was going to talk about weekends past, but that's clearly not what needs to come through. Like where I'm at, what I'm saying now, that is the most important piece that I want you all to take away from this, just this episode and this lesson, this experience that I've had to experience. Um, but what I was going to say was, um, okay, yes, thank you, Spirit, because I almost lost my train of thought. So Saturday, I, I was like, I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to take a bath. 
Um, cause I haven't, I usually take one after I finish my cycle. And so I was on my, I was actually on my cycle last weekend on the new moon, during the new moon, during that new moon solar eclipse energy that we had, I was on my cycle then. Um, and, and, and that's where I thought I was like, oh, I'm just hormonal. Like that's why I'm having all these feelings. And then once, cause my cycle ended around the, the very first of the week. So once I kind of went into the first of the week and then to the middle of the week and then to the, I was like, oh, this is still here. <laughs> this is not just <laughs> PMS. Like this is something here. Um, so anyway, so I was like, I'm gonna take a bath. I was like, I'm feeling called to take a bath. And, um, so I just had, I typically, I, I do fancy baths, not, I do spiritual baths. <laughs> They're not fancy, but, um, so I usually have like my Epsom salts and like flowers and all these different things and herbs. And, you know, like I said, we're still coming up out of our money situation. So I had to just use what was in the kitchen. So I kind of look around, I'm like, what do I have? Look when I put in my bath, I'm kind of running out of salt. So I was like, mm, we might have to hold the salt. But um, so I uh, had like, like a bunch of fruit. Last week, my friend took me through like the food, the food depot, the food driver, whatever. And I got a bunch of food and, and I have all these oranges. I'm like, I haven't eaten no orange. And I can't even tell you last time I ate an orange. I don't just, oranges, I just don't, I don't buy oranges. Um, so I had all these oranges and so I was like, okay. I was like, I know citrus is really good for your bath. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do some oranges. And I was like, I just bought a box of chamomile tea. So I was like, I'll brew some tea bags, um, brew some chamomile tea. And I was like, what else do I have? And I had some old, and I tell you some old, old, old time. Like this used to be fresh time and I've had it for so long. Now it's dried time. And I just kept it. I was like, it's still good. Like it's just dried now. And uh, I was like, I'm going to thyme, chamomile, oranges. <laughs> so I made a big old pot of that. I brewed that. And I, and I looked up like the spiritual meanings of all these things. I'm like, okay, clearly these things are calling out to me. But I just like to like do my due diligence and do a little research and just get a little bit of understanding and awareness of what I'm doing and what it means. And so everything that I read about chamomile and thyme and like oranges and like using citrusy fruits and just like in spiritual work and your bath, whatever, and your diet, like it was just such a, a beautiful meaning. And I remember, I forgot what chamomile stood for. I feel like it was like balance and peace. I'm pretty, I think that was it, but I know the thyme Time was associated with like courage and activity. And I believe it said bravery. And I was like, ooh, that's definitely what I need. And then um, oranges are associated, and the citrus fruits in general are associated with joy and abundance. And I was like, yes, that's definitely what I need. <laughs> so I broiled I all that together. And then I put that in my bath water. And I just soaked in the bath. And I... Um, I just wanted to just like cleanse this energy and just really just like just kind of get some clarity and, and, it, and it just ended up this the whole sequence of events this weekend because Friday I was real I was a real man down on Friday like I was so sad I was crying um and my friend my beautiful friend Alex um who's like a sister to me she just randomly texted me she was like you were on my mind. I just wanted to say I'm thinking about you and I love you. And I started bawling. <laughs> like, I was just so in my feelings. Um, so then I did my bath on Saturday and then Sunday I had all this insight and wisdom and, and, and all of that coming through. And so 
I just think it's really important, all that to say this, I just think it's really important that, you know, you just trust. I know it's not always the most prettiest, joyful experiences to go through, but I firmly believe that the more we can learn from these experiences quicker and experience them and feel them and not demnify ourselves or condemn ourselves for having feelings and emotions, the more we can, the easier it is to learn from these experiences. Like I can, I, I now look back at this and I'm like, ah, I understand now. I get it. I fully get it. I completely understand. It makes a lot more sense to me now than it did last weekend <laughs> or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, like, or Saturday, <laughs> like literally the whole week you've all been down. So I just think it's really important to just, just, just find a way to maneuver through these situations where we're not immediately attaching meaning to these things and just allowing them to move through us, you know? And I really did my best to do that. Took me a little second because I was like, oh, like this is what I'm working on. So this must be what this means. Instead of stepping back and being like, oh, this is what I'm working on. So I need to learn something from this experience. Why am I, um, why am I reacting this way? Why am I attaching this meaning to this, to this experience or to this person so quickly? Like why? You know, and once I started asking those questions, then the intensity started to like simmer down and I started getting to the clarity and I started getting to the root and I'm like, ah, okay. Cause I almost went in the wrong direction. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just really important to just take a step back and observe. And that's another reason why too, you know, we have winter season coming up and I'm so looking forward to just like, hibernating like I'm everything's coming to a halt for me podcast is wrapping up moon circles I just got the the guidance for that like moon circles are on pause like everything's on pause for me until the spring like I just I just want to be inward and just finish doing this work we're not finished but you know just just do this work on myself um and and just see how, how life wants to unfold f for me without being like, oh, I have to go do this thing and I have to go do that. And how can I create? And how can I, like, I'm just giving myself a pause and a break. And I just started a new fucking job. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I, I need time to just adjust and adapt and just figure out what life looks like for me now and next. And just approaching it from that place and space without like putting so much pressure on myself. Like even with this job, I'm like, I'm already putting dumb pressure on myself. I'm like, girl, you, you. And that's something else that I'm having to work through. Like you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. And I actually wanted to read something that came through today. So I just, so if those of you don't know, yesterday was the 1212 portal. And so with everything coming up, I just had this strong feeling yesterday. I was like, I need to work on my solar plexus. 
I need to work on my solar plexus. I need to work on my solar plexus. And it was even confirmed with me even more. Because yesterday um, I was on the phone with my, my dear friend, Efi, who was on the show very, 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 very early on. <laughs> when I first started this podcast, she was my first guest. And so we do these bi-weekly calls. Where we just chat and catch up and just talk about what we're going through and life and all the things. And so I kind of got off the call and I was just going through some of the parts of our conversation. And I was like, I could feel myself feeling away. Like sh- more shadow was getting kicked up essentially. And so that's when I went to do the, the shadow work and, and I did all that on myself and I got all the insight around the feeling unattractive and what that really means and where that really came from and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so after that, I was like, oh, I need to work on my solar plexus. I need to work on my solar plexus because I am t- giving my power away, giving my power away, wanting other people to validate me, my experiences, my beliefs, blah, blah, blah. And so I saw an email from Steve Nobel, and I was like, oh, I'll look at that later. And so before I went to bed last night, I was like, let me tap into his thing, his email. Because, he, you know, he, I remember the title saying, you know, 1212, you know, transmission, activation, whatever the case. And so I went to go look at it, and I was like, oh, he did a meditation. I was like, okay. So I'm actually going to read a little excerpt of what was in his... Um, in the article, and I, I'm going to link it in the show. I kid you not, I highly suggest you, if you need work with your solar plexus and your willpower and not giving your power away to other people, not needing people to validate you, not needing people to, uh, like just codependency issues, like relying on, like just getting your energy from other people. Like if you really need help with that, work with your solar plexus. And this is a great place to start. Um, I will say he's a little advanced when it comes to energetics and spirituality. So (laughs) just a warning, not in a bad way. It's just that I've been doing this work for a little while now and I'm kind of used to the intensity of what he offers. It's beautiful insight and beautiful knowledge and wisdom, but there's definitely levels to our awakening and our energetic awareness. So if you're like, I'd say with our intermediate to advanced level this is definitely for you if you're in the beginning stages and just kind of getting familiar maybe you know just read the article part (laughs) read the article part um but that being said he is he works specifically with star seeds um that is his calling and so He has a beautiful explanation of the solar plexus. And I know that's definitely something that I want to tap into next season when I come back. This is talking more about the chakras and what they do and and how to work with them and all of that. So, yeah, so I felt very strong calling to work with my solar plexus yesterday because I was like, I need to get better with like owning my power and feeling powerful in my body, feeling powerful in who I am, my authenticity, my essence, all of that. So when I saw this and I was like, yo, this is perfect. And it's so funny too, because the 1212 portal is also about coming home to yourself. So everything is alignment. It's beautiful. So he says, the solar plexus chakra, known as the Manipura in Sanskrit, translates as city of jewels. This energy center is located in the upper belly It is our center of personal power that governs our ego personality, all sub-personalities, and our primary sense of identity. The solar plexus chakra is also a main driver behind our sense of motivation, willpower, and purpose. 
In this transmission, golden white light from the great central sun of Sirius is transmitted deep into the solar plexus along with the transmission of angelic golden citrine light to begin a clearing of ancient intrusive energies from the bloodlines from other lifetimes and from limiting conditioning from this lifetime. So this transmission assists in clearing power struggles from this lifetime and will strengthen your mental, emotional, psychic boundaries. In addition, it will help to expand your capacity for fun and joy. So I actually just read the whole thing. It was short. So that's basically essentially what is in this meditation. It's 33 minutes and 33 seconds long. Love it. Um, but it's really awesome. Like I said, I did it before I went to bed last night and I ended up, I thought I was going to fall asleep. I was like, oh, I'll listen to this while I fall asleep. No, this there, there was no falling asleep. <laughs> I was in it to win it because he does very active meditations, which I love. Like he's very visual. And so you're working with archangels and you're going into caves and you're going into light beams. and You're going into the universe and you're doing all these things. But I felt, when I tell you I did this meditation and I felt so, like, solar plexus on fleek like i i was started feeling hot i was like because he like has like the sun and and i actually do this on my own as well i connect my solar plexus to the sun and just to clear out burn away any because if you have a wounded solar plexus just to give you a little brief knowledge tip um if you have a wounded solar plexus you're more than likely taking in other people's energy and therefore, you are, that's, that's how you essentially give your power away because you're taking on someone else's energy, wanting them to make you whole, wanting them to make you feel seen and feel heard, validated, all of that. And so you're, you're, you're ultimately the energy, the energetic exchange that's happening is that you're then giving away your power. So, okay, you give me my validation, you make me feel worthy and seen, and I will give you, I will give you my power. I will look to you for that energy in return. When it should be, I am looking to source. I am looking to my soul. I am looking to the to, to the universe, to God. You know, whatever you believe in, that is my source of strength. That is where I draw from my identity, my soul essence, my being, all of those things. So it's really important to cleanse and heal your solar plexus because basically what exactly what he just said. It's so much of our personal power, our identity. It is the last it's the the last of the physical chakras right before you start kind of getting into that like gray space of like the heart chakra which is like that in between space of like the physical world and the more ethereal realm you know but your root your sacral and your solar plexus 100% earthbound so that's why it's so easy to get tripped up with those three those first three chakras because they're so embedded in earth energy and it's how we show up in the world. It's our fears, it's our guilt, it's our shame, it's how we create, it's how we experience joy, it's how we provide ourselves with security, um, it's our sensuality, it's you know all these things that can be very skewed if you're not conscious. And, and so, so yeah, again, I highly recommend this, um, this meditation if you're just really needing like some serious healing, um, around your solar plexus and what else? I think I tapped on everything that I wanted to mention. I will, before I close out, I will leave you all with this beautiful piece of wisdom 
an insight that came through to me earlier today that um, I'm going to put on my Instagram. I haven't posted on Instagram in a while because I've just been checked out, y'all. Uh, but I was like, ooh, I just felt like such a, like, when this channel threw me, I felt such a, like, a shift in awareness. These things just started, kind of started clicking. I love when that happened. I love when things just start clicking. Um, so... Boop, 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 boop. Okay, so, and this kind of also ties, it really oh, so beautifully ties into what I was talking about earlier of just like not feeling attractive, you know, feeling unattractive, not feeling enough essentially. So this is what came through for me today. And um, I realized, I was like, you know what, it is not feeling enough that I'm after. It's actually feeling plenty. That's where my soul wants me to be. I've struggled with not feeling anything enough, good enough, pretty enough, smart enough. I mean, fill in the blank. But I'm actually learning that my goal at a soul level isn't to feel enough at all. The ego wants to feel enough and to prove their enoughness. There's a very nuanced energy of limitation in the word enough that once I am blank enough, I don't need any more of that thing. When at a soul level, I aim to be plenty. In plenty, there is abundance, a sense of limitlessness. And I realized I'd much rather be plenty than enough. So I'm going to end that there with you all. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for your patience. I love you all deeply and dearly. And I'm so, so, so looking forward to this next episode that's coming out. So it'll be a double episode this week. Um, so my next, my last and, and final guest for this year, for this season, is my good friend, Mr. Tim Victor. And we have a beautiful conversation and chat. We really just catch up, but our conversations are always so deep and insightful. So it, it's like... It's, it's like a cup of tea and a warm hug all at the same time. And we're just chatting and talking about real shit. So that's going to be coming up as well. And um, then I want to have my last and final episode coming out on the 23rd. And I um, that episode is going to be a... a um, a forecast, if you will, into the next year. So since I won't be with you all until the spring of 2022, I felt really called to do um, a card pull. So I typically do this for myself. I pull cards for six months and I usually do it at the beginning of the year. And I was like, you know, this is a great time. I'll do it since I'm ending right, at this, uh, right after the winter solstice, that week of um, I was like, this would be a great time to end on that note, just to kind of bridge the gap until I see you all again. So there would be a reading for January, February, and March. And so, yeah, this is what I do for myself. I pull six cards. I usually do six months at a time. So I'll pull six cards and I just channel what wants to come through for each card for that month. And so that's what I'm going to do for the first quarter of 2022. So that's what I'm going to leave you all with. Um, for the last episode of this year until I come back in the spring. So I'm looking forward to that because I'm also, I'm pulling cards for us. Yeah, I'm pulling cards for us as well as pulling cards for me. <laughs> 
Um, so, so yeah, so stay tuned for that. And again, I just so much love and gratitude for you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Even if you listen to it later, um, you're listening and I really appreciate that. So I hope you all enjoy the rest of this week. It'll be Thursday by the time you hear these two episodes. But anyways, I'm, I'm sending you love from the future. <laughs> enjoy the rest of this week. Enjoy your weekend. Saturday is a full moon. So love up on all that full moon energy. Celebrate yourself. Reflect. Uh, all that. Take time out for yourself. And um, I'll see you all really soon. <laughs> all right, bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and leave a rating or a review. Now, don't forget, I'm picking the best review at the end of the month and giving that person a free 30-minute energy reading. So be sure to leave a review for the chance to be selected. 